to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself the magic in new beginnings is truly the most powerful of them all. Josiah Martin. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Story World charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Story World wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.com. That's www.btsya.com. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on the Voice America Radio Show, the largest radio network in the world. Hello, I'm Kirfi, your host for this show today. Before we start the program, we want to announce that Be The Story World Charity is entering the metaverse. By purchasing an NFT from www.starstylecommunity.com, you will be donating to Be The Story World. Each NFT is based on a character from Cynthia Bryan's new children's book, No Bullying Bullies, illustrated by Jensen Russell. These NFTs are like baseball trading cards of yore. Check out the roadmap for upcoming events just for Star Style community members, where exclusive experiences are part of the package. It's going to be super fun. Jump into the metaverse and buy our NFTs at www.starstylecommunity.com. Happy New Year! Today's show is all about New Year's and NFTs. In segment two, I will be interviewing Ali and Emma Chen about NFTs and how they can help promote teen artists. In segment three, I will grow a beard, move to Florida, and rename myself Madame Beethoven Shostakovich Mozart the 27th? That can't be right. Give me a second. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bleep. Okay, in segment three, I will be talking more about BTSYA's aforementioned NFTs, because who? They are some fun little piglets. Anyway, right now, in segment one, we have, dun, 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 the wonderful and fabulous Madame Beethoven Shostakovich Mozart, the 27th. Okay, who put that in there? Who aspires to change my name to that? I don't know. Anyway, we have the wonderful and fabulous... 
British Kofi? It is I, British Kofi, also known as Madame Beethoven Mozart Shostakovich. Um, sorry, Madame Beethoven Shostakovich Mozart the 27th. I don't know why Kofi refuses to call me that title. Salutations from your local net extraordinaire. Wow, it's so refreshing to hear that after so long. Eh, I'm British Kofi coming to you for my, uh... Kathy and I's segment, Nerd Extraordinaire, where youth debaters and fiction writers unite. Of course, due to Kathy's ignorance, she was not able to have Nerd Extraordinaire for a few weeks, and I blame her fully for all of that. I mean, I was in Luxembourg. I am not to be blamed. I was not informed of any of this. I'm sure you were all in a great, disconsolate, almost irrevocable state of dismay, distress, excruciating anguish due to my absence. I profusely apologize on behalf of my alter ego, Kathy, who has refrained from doing Natic Sonia for quite a few weeks. Harlem Thorumph. Anyway, I launched the Harry Potter series, and I'm considering pursuing a career in directing. Yes, I'm humbly stifling my on-screen talents to help behind the scenes. I am servicing the world. Someone give me a Nobel Peace Prize. The Star Dog series was a hit. Everyone loved it. Well, of course they loved it. I was in it. Anyway, a new year calls for a new debate style. Today, we are talking about Lincoln-Douglas debate. Why? Because it's probably the best debate style to ever exist. This style is based off of the original debate between Abraham Lincoln and some dude named Douglas. It's a series of debates that were arguing over the proliferation of slavery. The slavery extension question had seemingly been settled by the Missouri Compromise, which was 40 years later, the Mexican, oh, 40 years earlier, the Mexican war had added new territories and, and the U.S. had grown. So the issue flared up again in the 1840s and the proliferation of slavery was starting to increase. The Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854, which was a measure that Douglas sponsored, brought the slavery extension issue to the fore once again. Douglas's bill, in effect, repealed the Missouri Compromise by lifting the ban against slavery in territories north of the 36 degrees 30 latitude. In place of the ban, Douglas offered popular sovereignty, the doctrine that the actual settlers in the territories and not Congress should decide the fate of slavery in their midst. That was some fancy language. Anyway, enough about the original series of debates. Basically, Abraham Lincoln and, and Douglas were, were arguing about slavery, and the exact format of the debates was slightly different than the Lincoln-Douglas of today. Like, back then, the first speaker spoke for 60 minutes for, for a whole hour, and the second speaker had a 90-minute rebuttal. So, more than an hour, an hour and a half for just a rebuttal, and then a half an hour rebuttal time for closing arguments. But even though that exact format is very, very different, the, the, the basic nature of the debates was similar. Lincoln-Douglas debate, it's sometimes referred to as LD debate. It's a competitive speaking activity that involves two debaters arguing for and against a resolution that is selected by the National Forensics League. It's often abbreviated as the NFL, so people think that I'm talking about football, but no, I'm talking about debate. So the speaking schedule is 6373463. Now I'll explain what that means later. Today, someone like 
the old debates, Aldi focuses on the conflicting values of social and philosophical issues. For example, by examining questions of morality, justice, democracy, and etc. Typically, Aldi debates concern themselves with deciding whether or not certain actions, states, or of affairs, or something like that. Like basically, basically, um, basically deciding whether these are good or bad, right or wrong, moral or immoral. The September-October topic is announced on August 15. Now, all of these topics that I'm talking about, they are the NFL's topics, or sometimes NFL is also named the NSDA, National Speech and Debate Association. But I like to call it NFL. It's more commonly called NFL. So all of these topics, so the September-October topic is announced on August 15th, the November-December topic is announced on November 1st, and the January-February topic is announced also, is announced on December 1st. So each of the topics for these two months is going to be announced on the first of the first month, the first day of the first month. So you have the most time to prepare. So, if you haven't listened to any of my previous debate intros, a resolution is an assertion that instigates two sides of the conflict, affirmative and negative. Affirmative is obviously arguing to keep, uh, to affirm the resolution. It's saying that, yes, the resolution should be, should be implemented. And negative is arguing against the resolution. So, the affirmative debater upholds, affirms, or agrees with the resolution. Their job is to present arguments in order to persuade the judge that the resolution is true, while the negative debater is doing the exact opposite. The negative debater is disagreeing with the resolution, and and they are presenting the arguments to persuade the judge that the resolution is false. So basically, the negative debater is, is arguing for the status quo. They want things to stay the same, while the affirmative debater is saying that whatever is said in the resolution should be implemented, that they're arguing against the status quo. So the status quo, if you haven't learned from high school musical already, the status quo is this current situation that we are living in. So for an example, if if the topic was cryptocurrency should be regulated, and so the affirmative debater argues for cryptocurrency to be regulated, while the negative debater argues for cryptocurrency to not be regulated. So cryptocurrency is not regulated currently. If you didn't know, it's not regulated. So the negative side is arguing for for no regulation on cryptocurrency, while the positive side, uh, or, or affirmative, you can call it positive or affirmative. So the affirmative side is arguing against the status quo. Cryptocurrency is currently not regulated, but you are arguing for regulation of cryptocurrency. So you are arguing against the status quo, therefore. So so the affirmative debater is basically basically saying yes, that the resolution is true, and the negative debater is saying no, the resolution is not true. Not well not exactly true, not right, like right or wrong, moral or immoral. It depends really on the topic. So in each preliminary round, one debater is assigned to defend the affirmative and the other debater is assigned to defend the negative. During the course of a tournament, you will be forced to defend both the affirmative side and the negative side many times. So this basically shows the true spirit of Lincoln-Douglas debate.
Basically, it's not about your opinions. It's technically not about that. It's about your ability to argue for a side. That's why you keep on having you have like they force you to switch sides. You can't just uh, argue for affirmative S because you're not allowed to really reflect your real ideas. Now, in official debates, policy debate, for, for an example, it's different. Policy debate is a whole different debate style. And you're basically arguing either against or with a policy in the government. So basically, you're supposed to reflect your own ideas. But Lincoln-Douglas debate is more about the way you argue and the skill you have to persuade. So that's the specialty of Lincoln-Douglas debate, which I profoundly think is probably the best thing about Lincoln-Douglas debate. That's why I love it so much. It's probably my favorite debate style, like, ever. So the structure of the tournaments is as follows. The first few rounds, anywhere from three to eight, will be preliminary rounds. The purpose of these rounds is to develop a ranking within the tournament that will determine who proceeds to elimination rounds. Tournaments will break anywhere from the top 64 to the top four debaters to elimination rounds. Those debaters that will compete in these rounds are the debaters that had the best overall record and speaker points from the preliminary rounds. So basically, speaker points are points that are given to each individual in each team. So uh, throughout the debate tournaments that I have experienced, they score you out of 30 points. So... So your speaker points added up will show which team is better. Basically, individual speaker points, how how good you did, not as a team, but how good you did as an individual. And that can really affect affect your your status in a tournament. So basically, the structure, it's, it's pretty much the structure of every debate style like ever. So basically, there's, there's an affirmative case, a speech about why the affirmative is good. And then the negative speaker gets a negative speech, which is about why the resolution should not be implemented. And then there's the rebuttal. So the affirmative rebuttal is fast. The affirmative, well, the order is funny. I will explain that later, too. So the affirmative rebuttal is fast. So the affirmative is basically, basically responding to the negative case and saying, like, so the affirmative case is more like, I'm right, you're wrong. And you're focusing more on the I'm right part and less on the you're wrong part. While the affirmative rebuttal is more focusing on the you're wrong part and less on the I'm right part. So, so the rebuttal is basically a response. So there's the affirmative rebuttal, the negative rebuttal, and then after that, the, the closing speeches which basically summarize everything that happened in the debate and kind of it's you it's telling the judge why you should vote why the judge should vote for you so to be an effective lincoln douglas debater you need to have a few a few skills so you have to be a good communicator you have to be able to deliver a complex message and explain your argument so this is just a brief rundown of Lincoln-Douglas debate. Put on your sunglasses of philosophy and soar through Lincoln-Douglas debate with your newfound debate knowledge. Thank you, British Kirthy. Oh, sorry. Thank you, British Kirthy. Make sure you stay tuned for our next segment where I will be talking to Ali and Emma Chen about NFTs. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions, so email us at btsya18radio at gmail.com and check out our 
radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya or you could check out our be the story world site at be the story and you can get involved with be the story world with a donation buy books and t-shirts in our store sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to be the story world Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Star you are light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit be the star you are.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. Be the star you are.org. Be the lucky star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Low literacy and poor communication skills have been identified in studies as major contributors to general conduct disorders, psychiatric disorders, criminal behavior, and adolescent suicide. To live and prosper in this society, we must be lifelong learners with access to knowledge and skills that can sustain our lives at work, at home, and in our communities. Be the Star You Are 501c3 charity has been working to increase literacy and improve positive message programming since 1999. You can help by making a tax-deductible donation today. Visit www.bethestarur.org. Everybody counts. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. Right now, we are celebrating New Year's, and we are also talking about NFTs to spread the New Year, New Me vibe. Now, we have two wonderful guests for this segment, Ali and Emma Chen. As rising high school students in the 2020 quarantine, Ali and Emma Chen designed an initiative to benefit youth in healthcare environments through their childhood interest, art. The initiative sprouted into a nonprofit organization named Youth Creativity Project, 
that is focused on donating art resources to local hospitals. Through YCP, they expanded the artistic passion into other fields of interest, such as volunteering. While trying to develop new fundraising options, they came across a peculiar new technology coined non-fungible tokens. These, this new innovation sparked in their interest, and they began to explore the cross sections between arts and economics through NFTs. They hoped to one day apply the knowledge and potential of NFTs to our nonprofit as a fundraising op option. Visit YCP's site at youthcreativityproject.org. After the tulip mania of non-fungible tokens, NFTs, in 2021 following a switch to virtual life, work, and school, the new technology became infamous and controversial. Given its initial craze, NFTs indeed have many hidden aspects potentially beneficial to teen artists, and we will discuss these aspects with Ali and Emma Chen today. Welcome, Ali and Emma. Hello. Hi. So I know that you guys are well-versed in NFTs and you know, you know, quite a bit of information about it. So why don't you give us a basic definition of NFTs? What are NFTs and what is the technology behind them? Um, I guess I can answer this. I'm Emma and NFTs um, stand for non-fungible token. Um, and it's a digital code of characters on the blockchain. Um, and it's associated with, like, a photo, drawing, music, or any other, like, real-life or digital media. Um, so the NFT uses blockchain technology um, to verify ownership of the, like, if of its, like, one-of-a-kind code. And blockchain is basically, like, a decentralized, interconnected um, security method that kind of, like, verifies... Um, verifies the validity of the item. So it's extremely difficult to, like, modify and destroy, and that's why it's really safe to use. Um, so often you'd hear of, like, minting Bitcoin. And so when someone, like, mines a Bitcoin, it means that the computer has solved many difficult um, problems, and it's, like, a way to verify the transaction on the blockchain, which makes it very safe and secure to use. Um, so users can purchase and sell NFTs like using a digital wallet. It functions the same way as um, like a wallet. It's just online completely. And um, using your digital wallet, usually like you can purchase like cryptocurrency. Um, and NFTs use Ethereum, which is kind of like similar to, uh, to Bitcoin. Um, so, Purchasing an NFT is similar to purchasing any other, like, cryptocurrency um, since the price will vary daily based on the value of Ethereum. Um, and I think it's important to note that only the digital code is stored in the blockchain. The actual, like, piece or art piece or, like, work is, like, accessed through links or through a file. And if it's, like, if it's a real item, then obviously it's, going to be physically accessed. Oh, wow. So you, you really know your stuff, Emma. So it's it's controversial, this whole topic of NFTs and, and cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. and blockchain. It's like, is blockchain, like, what do you think about blockchain? Like, do you think that it is safe? 
Yeah, so it's generally safe and secure. I think that it's mainly because it's in a, like a decentralized structure, so there's many like chains and links with the chain and system that it's very difficult to penetrate the whole entire system because to do that, you would have to um, penetrate through all of the chains and links. And um, obviously, it's very hard to do that all at once. So there's a very low likelihood of like of the whole system being like breached or something similar to that. Although there have been like minor cases where like a, a specific part of the blockchain has been breached, but typically you don't see that with NFTs. So I think that if we are using um, blockchain technology for NFTs, it can be it's like a very safe method. So, if you think that blockchain technology is safe and that NFTs might be a good resource, like would it would NFTs be a good resource for rising teen artists? Yeah, I'd like to answer this question, and I think um, it's definitely a good option for the young generation of artists. Um, so, right now, uh, artists are facing kind of like a kind of a hardship with, like, the financial aspect. So if you're an artist, imagine your friends um, and family adore your work to the point they wish for a piece to themselves, and you agree, but you charge $25 per commission. Um, your friend or family member doesn't really wish to pay for, pay for your time, effort, and creativity required to create, and I think NFTs is definitely a new option to solve this problem. Um, there's with this new technology comes copyright protection, meaning the uh, owner, trader, or collector of the NFT doesn't own copyright rights to your actual media. Um, so, for example, just like you may own an iconic luxury brand purse or some type of Gucci belt, like that doesn't mean you own the intellectual property to the rights. So that's similar to how NFTs work. And they allot a certain percentage of the sale for the original artist. These are called resale royalties, meaning that um, new and aspiring artists can take advantage of this technology. And instead of selling the complete piece, they can sell they can sell ownership. And then every time this NFT is traded or sold to others, they will also earn a percentage of that sale. So it's kind of a way to earn passive income and make up for the financial for, for the financial aspect. Wow, Ali, are you Ali, right? Yes, I'm Ali. Okay, yeah, Ali. I I think that you guys really know like like about NFTs. You guys really know a lot about them. So how did you guys even come to know about NFTs, and how do you guys know this much about it? Um, yeah, so I'd like to continue. This is Ali, by the way. And then for your question, um, I actually found the NFT technology through an internship I was doing. Um, I was at an internship, and then they had an NFT fundraiser for, it was kind of like an art project where, um, they had they had made quilts um, with patterns on them, and then these quilts were made by people in um, impoverished areas around the world, such as 
in Kenya or um, in Africa, and then they wanted to raise money for the community over there. So they minted these as NFTs. And then that's when I first found out about this. I was At first I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Like, this is so cool. But at the same time, I thought it was a little um, basic because online you can copy-paste and download that exact same digital file. So at first I was very perplexed as to why someone would pay maybe like $30, $40, $100 for this specific digital file that you could get for free. Um, and then I wanted to do a little more research. And then I found out about, um, so Beeple is a famous NFT artist. I found his um, NFT in 2021 sold for $70 million, which is like substantial amount for an art piece, especially like a digital file. So I wanted to learn a little more about this. And then I did a lot of more, a lot of research um, and that's kind of how I got introduced and interested in NFTs. Wow. So you, you did your research. So I think that NFTs or something that it's really cool. Like you said, it's really cool. And it's also really confusing. Like not many people even know how an NFT works. So right, yeah. to you for knowing this much about an NFT. So you got you guys, we know that you guys are having this youth creativity project. So have you ever mm-hmm. utilized this tool of an NFT for YCP? Or have you ever, like, you guys you guys are artists, you guys also create art on your own. So have you ever utilized this tool of NFTs for your project or for your own art? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Emma, and I'd like to answer this. Um, so about your question, I think it's a very good question, actually, because, um, for YCP, like, we have been thinking about it, um, about, like, perhaps using NFT technology for a fundraiser. I remember, like, um, last year in 2021, we used, um, a digital art, we used digital art to create, like, um, drawings of people and, um, like, we asked for photos, and then we would draw whatever photo they, um, a donor sent us. And so I think that was kind of similar to how NFTs are um, using, like, digital art and technology to um, create, like, a drawing. And so uh, using NFTs is something that we have been thinking about to connect economics and volunteering and art, which are basically, like, three of my my deep interest, I guess. Um, I think right now, like, we're just trying to work on getting people to become more familiar with this new technology because it's not something that a lot of people know about, as you said. Um, and it's, like, very new. Like, it, um, it was, like, only recently introduced. So I think that there's still, like, a lot of work to be done kind of, like, introducing this to the public and getting them interested in um, the technology behind NFTs and also um, just everything with like Bitcoin, uh, I mean like blockchain and having like a digital wallet, um, aspects like those. We're still trying to like find a way to have have it easier to donate. So yes, 
um, it's definitely something that we are really um, interested in doing if we can. Um, so hopefully we can, like, get that started. And then as for my personal art, I have been thinking about um, perhaps, like, selling some of my art through um, an NFT marketplace or something like that. But as of right now, I think we're still um, trying to explore what we can do and um, some other options. Wow, Emma, like, I feel like what you guys are doing, it's such a great thing that you're utilizing the, such a new technology, like using NFTs is such a creative way to promote your business and fundraise for your nonprofit. And also, um, Ali, did you want to say something? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I basically had similar thoughts to Emma. We're, for Youth Creativity Project, we were actually thinking about um, setting up Possibly like an NFT fundraiser, um, and then we could personally draw digitally, like commissions or a, a like a special collection um, to fundraise and help our our mission expand. So you guys obviously know this much, like so much about NFTs, but not all teenagers would know this much about an NFT. So is it hard? to launch an NFT? Do you need this level of knowledge to launch an NFT, or is it relatively easy? Um, this is Ali, and I think that question is really interesting because um, NFTs are like a new technology, so I think they should definitely be heavily researched, and it's not something um, that's very well-tested. So I do definitely think that if you want to get started, you should um, learn about NFTs and learn about, uh, like, its history and how to use and, like, its potential consequences. Um, but then also, I think young artists should, after, like, if you have interest and if you have, um, like, trust in this new technology, definitely get started. Um, I'd say there is a bit of a barrier because... Mm-hmm. Um, blockchain, like it is part of blockchain technology. So there are things such as like a digital wallet or minting, minting fees, gas fees that um, maybe young artists, like they may be um, detracted by these. However, I think um, as long as you're like really researched about this and knowledgeable about um what it is and how to get started, it's definitely like something that um, can be of great, of great, like, of great interest and of great um, happening or like, yeah. Well, that's great. Like, it's good that it's learnable. Like, no PhDs or degrees or getting involved in here. Like, you don't have to really take a course. You can learn it on your own. So I feel like that's that's a really good idea, like getting teen artists to use NFTs. So how would you promote an NFT or get people to buy them? Yeah, um, I'm Emma, and I think that I'll um, express my opinion. So um, to get people people to buy NFTs and interested, that's mainly been what's, um, that's mainly been, like, a big challenge for the NFT community is um, just, like, gaining, like, the support and following, I guess. Um, 
So back in 2021, there was, like, a huge craze for NFTs, and a lot of people were um, were interested in this new technology and kind of uh, riding the bandwagon to purchase them and, um, I guess, like, profit. But um, ever since then, like, um, interest for this technology has been, like, declining, I would say. Um, but I think that teams should really use this as an opportunity to kind of conduct some of their own research into, like, the benefits because I think truly, like, teen artists especially, um, it's NFTs are, like, a great financial benefit if, if artists can um, take advantage of this because they offer uh, royalty fees, which... Um, are basically, like, fees to the artist after the initial uh, purchase so they can keep profiting off their art, um, like, infinitely. And then another thing is that it protects the artist's copyright laws. I mean, like, the artist's copyright. Um, So basically, buyers and, like, holders of the NFT cannot like, reproduce without the artist's permission. And so um, this is, like, really important for artists um, to have, like, copyrights of their own art. So I think that this is something that a lot of teen artists can take advantage of. And with that support, I think that um, support for, like, NFTs in general and interests will come along if NFT artists um, start using this technology. Yeah, I think that NFTs are, even though they're relatively new, I think that they can, they're a great opportunity for rising artists, especially teen artists, and they're a great way to promote your art. So, um, there has been some recent fraud in the cryptocurrency world. So, has this, has this affected NFT sales? Have they been negatively affected? Um, this is Ali. I think that... Um, One of you can go first. Alright, so um, this is Emma, and I guess I'll continue. Um, so NFT sales, I think recently they have been affected by, like, uh, skeptics and, like, critics of NFTs kind of just claiming that they are um, not legitimate and kind of... Um, unnecessary um, and, like, too expensive, for that matter. But I think that um, art is really, like, the answer to this question. And um, to, like, benefit themselves. And also, like, artists um, can use NFTs to kind of, like, promote their art for a wider audience. So this can also help out, like, um, collectors and buyers of NFTs who are looking for more diverse collections. Since um, NFTs, you don't have to go through, like, middlemen, like, auction houses or um, art fairs. It's directly online. So I think that this is really, like, the charm of NFTs. And um, even though it does have some drawbacks with cryptocurrency, um, there I think Ethereum is going to be switching to um, a new form of, like, verification that's less environmentally taxing. So they are making, like, 
changes and updates that will um, gradually, like, alleviate the environmental harm of NFTs. So, yes, I think that um, eventually interest for NFTs can reach back to, like, the levels of 2021. It's just currently going through a period of, like, decline because... Um, because of these skeptics, but I think that um, interest will be rebuilt. Okay, that is great. Like, like um, it's nice to know that NFTs, you know, even though they might seem unreliable, like they're protected by blockchain and all of this protection. Um, so did the other one of you want to also answer that question? Yeah. Yeah, this is Allie. Um, I wanted to add on just by saying that I know that, um, like, blockchain cryptocurrency recently has been in, like, kind of a downfall ever since uh, this year. And that has definitely affected the NFT market since uh, they do rely on Ethereum, which is a form of cryptocurrency. However, I feel that NFTs um, are used by artists and they can very well be like one of artists main ways to um kind of offset their current financial burden and the current like hardship being faced being pushed onto the arts world so i definitely think that artists will pick up this new technology and it will rebound um however just currently the market is not doing so great in terms of um, cryptocurrency. Oh, okay. So that's good to know. That's good to know for people who want to learn more about NFTs and who are possibly considering using NFTs to promote the art. So unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you so much, Ali and Emma. It was so fun discussing NFTs with you. Make sure to visit the site at youthcreativityproject.org and follow them on social media. So Ali's is at Ali. CH3N, Emma's is at EMM4Chen, and then Youth Creativity Projects is at Youth Creativity Project. I'm your host, Kirthi, and I'll be right back with Express Yourself. Visit us at expressyourselfteamradio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Star, you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit bethestarur.org to make a tax deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. Be the star you are. org. Be the lucky star you are. Be the 
Low literacy and poor communication skills have been identified in studies as major contributors to general conduct disorders, psychiatric disorders, criminal behavior, and adolescent suicide. To live and prosper in this society, we must be lifelong learners with access to knowledge and skills that can sustain our lives at work, at home, and in our communities. Be the star you are. 501c3 Charity has been working to increase literacy and improve positive message programming since 1999. You can help by making a tax-deductible donation today. Visit www.bethestarur.org. Everybody counts. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm your host, Kofi, and we are talking about NFTs and the new you. Now, I'm sure you guys are furious at the fact that Bridge Kofi somehow got a whole segment all to herself. I'm not sure what that was all about. I think she hacked into the system. Or will someone let her in? Okay, who let Bridge Kofi in? Boo! Show yourself! Oh, well. You know, it's kind of lonely here. Anyway, I hope Bridge Kofi was very informative. I would say that I hope she wasn't being annoying, but come on, we all know that British Kofi is the most annoying human being in California, in the 50 contiguous states of the U.S., in the United States of America, in North America, on planet Earth, in the Milky Way, in the universe. All of the planets revolve around the sun, and the sun is one of many stars which revolve around the Milky Way. And the Milky Way is one of many galaxies which revolve around the center of the universe. And the universe is one of many universes which revolve around... I mean, I don't even know anymore. What's beyond a universe? An alternate dimension? I don't know. That's a secret humanity is yet to uncover. Anyway, let's talk about NFTs. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. That's what it stands for, in case you don't know. NFTs are, according to Investopedia, cryptographic assets on a blockchain with unique identification codes and metadata that distinguish them from each other. They cannot be replaced, kind of like those little action figures you get in a Happy Meal. Each one is unique. Wait, what? Everyone gets the same figurine. What? Okay, why did no one tell me this? That is despicable, callous. Cool, heartless, how dare they break the hearts of so many children worldwide. How contemptible. Sigh. Oh, the secrets of humanity. Oh, what a well. So, NFTs. Now, you might be wondering, why are we even talking about NFTs with a radio show? Well, dun dun dun, wait for it. And yes, I'm aware that you probably already know this if you've been been with us since segment one. But BTSYA is entering the metaverse. 
in case you haven't heard yet. That's right, folks. Our NFTs, uh, well, BTSYA's NFTs are on sale currently for $99 each. If you didn't catch them in October when they were first released, they were actually only $89. But ever since they dropped, they have come up to $99. So I recommend that y'all move fast, very fast, because prices are steadily going up, and you better snag your NFT before they go way too high. So snag them. But why should you guys even buy one? What's the point of buying an NFT? Now, each of these NFTs are unique. As our good old friend, Investopedia said, each of them is completely unique. Not only are the cryptographic codes different, but they each possess a unique little piece of art that is created by the person who originally sells you the NFT. Now, this may seem much for just like a digital file with artwork on it. And NFT prices are really high. Like, um, if you didn't hear our segment two, one of our guests said that an NFT has gone for like $70 million. Like, that's very high for a digital file. So, um, they're each completely unique. You can't get them anywhere else. And BTSYA's NFTs are each an artwork of characters from Cynthia Bryan's new children's book, No Barnyard Boys. And you might think that there's nothing to them, but you, you're getting original artwork. Like, basically, um, so BTSYA's NFTs are created by Jensen Russell, who 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 um illustrated these nfts so she also illustrated the book no Nerd bullies and all of the characters in the nfts are based off of no Nerd bullies so no Nerd bullies is a bestseller and jensen russell is the illustrator of a bestseller so you're getting these like these one-of-a-kind completely unique artworks on online and you're getting them like completely original, completely unique, and they're based, and they're literally illustrated by the illustrator of a best-selling book. Now that's actually a pretty big deal once you think about it. So um, we entered the metaverse, and you can actually get them at www.starsdalcommunity.com, and we really encourage you to get them because one. They are adorable. They're way too cute. I mean, who gave them the right to be this adorable? No one, I say no one. These these tiny little piglets and chickens and goats and bunnies. I just can't bear that cuteness. Reason number two. You get the original artwork of Jensen Russell. As I said before, Noble and Bullies is a best-selling book. And you get the original artwork. That's a big deal. You you can't find these anywhere else. And even if you buy like two of them, you're going to get two different ones. You're not going to get two copies of the same one. And that's a really big deal once you think about it. So here are the characters who we have in our NFTs. So there's Cookie, the pig, Monet, the bunny, pig agent, Stella Bella, and Tripod, the goat. Every time you buy one, the art will be different. So even if you buy multiple, it's going to be different. And you can't find these, like, not even in the book. You can't find any of these artworks in the book. You can only find them in these NFTs that you buy. So that's why we really encourage you to buy these. And also, not only do you just get this original, very, very original and very adorable piece of artwork, not only do you get that, but you also get 
you also have part of the Star Star community after you buy an NFT. So basically, you get so many opportunities, and you get like meet and greets, and you also get like sneak peeks of it's part of the series. If you didn't know, Stella Bella's Barnyard Adventures. So you get a sneak peek of the next, next, next books in the series, and you're part of this wonderful family. Like you get these virtual hangouts, advance notice of releases in advance events you get virtual tours classes and parties and you even get the opportunity to name a character in one of the future books and you even get like a book dedication you get several coloring pages and you get to download a dozen original photos of cynthia bryan's farm and garden and you even get to be a guest on cynthia bryan's international radio broadcasts aka one is us like express yourself you couldn't be on express yourself if you get one of these nfts like and the stuff community it it inspires you it motivates you it'll amuse you it'll inform you entertain you it, it's so fun like i really encourage you guys to buy an nft and you can be a part of this amazing community this amazing amazing family of star style community and and it, you just need to buy this nft and you get all of this all of this part of the package so let's celebrate you and buy an nft and, and a unique thing is you don't need to use cryptocurrency to buy the nft you can buy them just with a regular credit card so you don't really need to make any new wallet accounts and and really research about cryptocurrency no app or anything required and you don't need to really uh, cryptocurrency is a hard thing to understand so once you start like investing with in things with cryptocurrency you're gonna get confused so you don't need to do any of that. You don't need to get all confused with cryptocurrency. You can just use your normal payment method. You can use it with a credit card. You can you can just buy it with a credit card. And this community membership is made simple. So again, we really encourage you to buy our NFTs at www.starlystylecommunity.com. And the money goes to be the Story World Charity, and it benefits the charity in so many great ways. It keeps us, like our radio broadcast, it keeps us running, and it it helps us, helps us change the world. The money goes to be the Story World, and it goes to our radio show. It also goes to Star Style Empowerment, the other radio show. And it also goes to, um, goes to pro producing even more new books. Like, you can... You can make such a difference, even if you just buy this one NFT. You can get so many advantages. You can get so many advantages, and you can also give back. You can, you can, you're donating to the charity technically, so you can sell, trade, or just even keep them. So, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. I really encourage you to buy our NFTs. And also a happy new year. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Angela. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more info about Be the Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestoryouare.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Happy New Year! 2023 is here and it's time for a refresh. Look into the benefits of NFTs and have a wonderful 2023. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. 
Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.